yes, you are in. Hey, you don't have to be a farmer to plant seeds. In fact, you plant seeds every day. Did you realize that? Okay, maybe not literal seeds, like in the ground. You're definitely planting seeds in your mind and in your planting and with others every single day. So what kind of seeds are you planting? And what kind of harvest are you reaping? Here you go. Your play of the day. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. And that ball is gone. And it set up the universe to run on both physical and spiritual laws. Both of them are inviolable. Physical laws, the laws of physics, and spiritual laws, the laws of the spirit. Now, we learn the physical laws of the universe by studying God's creation. When we look at nature, we learn the laws of physics. We learn the spiritual laws of the universe, not by studying nature, but by studying God's word. Both are important, studying nature, studying God's word. Now, the more you understand and cooperate with these 10 spiritual laws I'm going to give you, the more fruitful and the more effective and the more productive your life's going to be. And uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, these these laws apply to every area of your life. So they, they apply to your personal life. They apply to your family life, your friend life, your church life, your career life. They apply to your relationships. They even apply to your finances. And, and you can learn to use them financially. So let me give you these 10 laws, okay? You got your pen and pencil out, write these down. Here's the first law. Everything starts as a seed. Everything starts as a seed. Every idea started as a seed of an idea. Every dream started as a seed of a dream. Every achievement, every building you see, somebody had the seed thought in their mind. Your own life started as a seed between your mom and your dad. Both contributed a seed. You exist because God set up the seed principle in the universe. God created the world on the seed principle. Genesis chapter 1, where he's talking about the creation of the universe. Verse 11, it says this. Then God said, let the earth have seed-bearing plants. And let the trees bear fruit with seeds in them. Then let those seeds produce the same kind of plants and trees that they came from. So the earth was filled with seed-bearing vegetation. Seeds are God's idea. He thought it up. Everything in the universe grows from a seed. Now, you know, there's an old cliche, you've probably heard this before, that anybody can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the number of apples in a single seed. Why? Because every seed has exponential potential. If you plant one kernel of corn, you don't get one kernel of corn back. You get a corn stalk with eight or ten ears on it with thousands of kernels on each ear. You always get a lot back more, a lot more back than you than you planted. Most of you know that I grew up in the redwoods uh, of Northern California. Redwood trees are the largest living organisms on planet Earth. 
Nothing's bigger that's alive than redwood trees. They can grow to nearly 400 feet tall. But you know what? Redwood seeds, and I've seen them, are really quite tiny. And from just a little seed comes a giant redwood. You know, one of the verses that God gave me 41 years ago when we started Saddleback Church with just two people, Kay and me, one of the verses God gave me was Job chapter 8, verse 7. Though what you start with seems small and insignificant, you'll end up in the future with much. (laughs) That's the power of a seed, the exponential power of a seed. So the first law of the universe in spiritual uh, planting, everything starts with a seed. You got to plant a seed in your life if you're going to see the results of it, uh, physical, spiritual, mental, whatever. Second law. A seed has no power until it's planted. A seed has no power at all until it is planted. You know, a couple years ago, I bought some very expensive heirloom tomato seeds. But you know what? They never grew. They never grew. Not one of those seeds produced tomatoes. And I paid a lot for them. Why didn't they grow? Well, simple reason. I forgot to plant them. <laughs> I, I just forgot to plant them. And uh, if you don't plant them, that nothing happens. There's no power in the seed by itself. Jesus said that. In fact, he explained why he went to the cross using the seed principle. John chapter 12, verse 24 and 25. We're coming up on the time of Holy Week where Jesus goes to the cross right before Easter. And John 12, 24 and 25, Jesus said this. Unless a grain of wheat is planted, it's planted, seed is planted and buried in the soil, it cannot reproduce. He's talking about his own death on the cross. He said it will remain only a single seed. But, he says, if it dies, it will produce many seeds and much fruit. And then he says this, here's the application. If you selfishly hold on to your own life, you're going to lose it. But if you give up living for this world, you're going to gain eternal life. I've got to be willing to die to my desires and my dreams in order to fully live the way we were intended to live. You know, as a pastor, I've talked to tens of thousands of people, and I will tell you this. There are a lot more people in life who would rather complain and gripe and grumble and whine and moan about how bad their life is, then there are people who are willing to make the effort to prepare the soil of their heart for growth and then choose to plant the kind of seeds today that will get them to where they want to be tomorrow. Now, I'm going to give you a question right now that can change your life if you'll really think about it. Ask this question of yourself. What do I need to do today in order to get where I want to be tomorrow. Let me say it again. What do I need to do today in order to get where I want to be tomorrow? Mentally, physically, spiritually, socially. Okay, what seed do I need to plant today? If you don't plant seed, you're not going to harvest it tomorrow. So plant whatever seed you need to plant. Take a small step. Begin a new habit Plant a tiny seed of change in your life as we start springtime. You're not going to see the change overnight, but it'll start growing in the dark. 
one day it's going to sprout. And one day you'll have a harvest and it'll have fruit. It'll bear fruit. So good. So good word. Thank you, Pastor Rick Warren. Extended play of the day. Hopefully that's okay. We keep directing people your way. You dig that like me? You get it? Dig it? Plant it? Ah, sorry. Check out Daily Hope. Search it. And that play of the day came from What Seeds Will You Plant This Spring? Part 2. Published on the 17th of February, 2022. Okay, so now you get the intro. What seeds are you planting? And there's so many angles to this. We could go mental and, and spiritual warfare. What kind of seeds are you planting? And deeper take, what kind of seeds are you allowing others to plant within you, in your mind, in your heart? Who are you listening to? And who are you watching? And what are you watching? And who are you reading? Let's go to physical health. What are you eating? And what are you drinking? Every day, seeds being planted one direction or the other. I can feel it already. Some of you are like, I don't want to feel guilty. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. None of us want to feel guilty. Yet, deeper take, check it. If the check engine light doesn't come on in your car, is that good when there is a problem? Do, do you really want to keep driving a car until it's too late? You know, sometimes you, you need that cancer diagnosis to change, right? And God, God wired us to feel and know better so we can change our minds and start changing the seeds that we're, we're planting. It's part of the test of this life for you and me. So Acts 2.38, Peter replied, Each of you must repent, meaning you must change your mind of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So have you planted that seed? Have you changed your mind? Changed your ways and your heart and lifted your negative seeds? Do you have the whole, the gift of the Holy Spirit? You'll know. You'll know if you do. It's a spiritual high and more moments that will blow you away in a good way. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, back up. Check out those spiritual bong hits with some of Casey and Hot Rod's takes. Every day, every minute, you are planting seeds. Positive thoughts, negative thoughts, breathing in, exhaling, you reap what you sow. Galatians 6, 7, do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will harvest what you plant. And oh, do I know that painfully in certain ways. Uh, and again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, back up. You'll hear it. How about anxiety? You know, I love quoting, if you listen this long enough, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And most of your anxiety is a cause of the seeds that you are taking in and planting. Expectations, perhaps. Unmet expectations. Worried about how you're going to do, how you're going to perform. Thinking others' lives are perfect. 
and you need to step up. News that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I'm not saying to be ignorant, but you do need to listen and read about seeds of hope. Or do you just listen and read about seeds and planting seeds of despair all day? And are you lifting those negatives and giving thanks for the positives in your life? And as stated before, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, you might need to do that a hundred times a day. Lift the negatives, tell God what you don't like, ask what you should do, keep planting those seeds, giving thanks, planting those seeds of thanks, what is worthy, keep planting, and you will experience peace beyond all understanding. Who doesn't want that? And lastly, if that isn't working for you, sometimes positive thoughts won't get rid of a cavity. And part of life and God's lesson is to lean, to learn to lean on others. And that could be a pastor or a Christian-based therapist or doctor. And lastly, for you that believe in all this, how are you doing planting seeds of encouragement and in life, love for Christ? Let me rephrase that important question. How are you doing planting seeds of encouragement in love for Christ? Jesus' last words in Matthew says it all. Check it out. Look it up. The end of Matthew. Could you imagine how peaceful this world would be with more true Christians? I'm saying true not, not, not the ones going through the motions. There's a big difference. In fact, this week I just saw a tweet from Tony Evans that said something along the lines of, if we really want to change our country, and I'll add, for our world for good, we should just get Christians to live as Christians. Mic drop. Now go. Plant the good seeds in your mind, body, soul, and encouraging and loving others via Christ.